gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show, coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret back cave. Folks, we're back, and back in the middle of greatness, as promised. This is the final show for 2022. What a heck of a year we had in well, not just WWE, but professional wrestling. So, <clears throat> if you are new here, uh, very grateful to have you all in here. Uh, this is your one-stop shop for everything WWE. So, come on in. Uh, kick up your feet. Get some things to drink. Let's just have some fun because this is going to be an awesome show. now. For most of you who are uh, listening to this, you're probably thinking, okay, well, where's the music again? Uh, full disclosure, I have my tablet somewhere, buried somewhere, uh, so I'm going to have to pull it out. But uh, we persevere, and let me give you all a bit of a roadmap to the final show for this year. So, this is the introduction. I basically talk about whatever's on my mind or just something in general in uh, wrestling. And then we do the uh, main event where we either preview or review a pay-per-view. And uh, on uh, normal weeks, we also do uh, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown recaps. Then we take you all to wrestling school where I share with you a term, a phrase, or a match type uh, that you may not know uh, much about. We gonna learn together. And then I do some uh, thank yous in long form and we are out. So that is pretty much how that goes. Now, uh, this week in the introduction, uh, a few things. <clears throat> first things first, uh, as far as the World Cup is concerned, oh my gosh, that was such a good, good World Cup. We can talk about the politics, we can talk about the, you know, everything going on with Qatar, with their human rights record and all that. that. That is a valid discussion. But as far as like what happened on the field, what happened on the pitch, uh, as it were, that was such a good World Cup. I watched and or listened to like 99% of the World Cup. There were a few matches here and there that I, I didn't listen to. But I practically listened or watched everything and it was just so good oh my gosh um there were over 60,000 people in that stadium yesterday for the final and if you have uh not heard by now which i mean my gosh why haven't you heard but we've got a brand new brand new world champion and that is argentina yes argentina finally got over that hump 
got Lionel Messi uh, to hoist the World Cup trophy and storybook ending and all that. Um, it was oh, it, that, that entire match yesterday was just so good. People are saying it was the greatest match, soccer match they've ever seen, football match they've ever seen. I mean, you know, I'll leave that up to, you know, the, you know, the pundits and, and whatever. But I, I tell you, it was a really good final. Uh, it just, it, it really had everything that you could have wanted. Uh, so I know I say just go watch it a lot, but just go watch it. it it's so good. Oh, back and forth. Uh, Wins penalty kicks. Argentina won 4-2 on penalty kicks. So, you know, it was a really, really good World Cup. Now, the other thing I want you guys to do, go on to YouTube. All right, go on to YouTube and uh, just type in Andres Concer, uh Argentina. And it's going to be short. Okay, it's going to be short, but it's the uh, reaction, the filmed reaction of Andres Concer, who is an Argentinian-American, uh, for his reaction. And, you know, they say in journalism, you have to be professional, you have to be unbiased, you know, you can't necessarily root for a team unless they explicitly, uh, you know, expressly uh, pay you to, you know, to root for, you know, whatever team. But, I mean, Andres Concert is, if not the best, one, one of the best uh, commentators just in the whole sports. And I, I'm like, you know what? You can forgive the guy for losing his head. For you know his his home nation finally uh, after 36 years winning the World Cup. My gosh, that's huge. That that was just really 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 huge. Um, so yeah, just go watch those two things. It will restore some of your faith in uh, humanity, and uh, it, it, it was oh so good. Uh, from the sublime to the what the heck were you thinking? Um, Mandy Rose was, past tense, the uh, NXT Women's Champion over 400 days. I think she had like the fourth longest reign in the history of NXT. I think she was like three days away from passing Shayna Baszler for the third longest. Uh, rain, and then uh, over not this past weekend, but last weekend, uh, it came out that uh, Mandy Rose uh, did something pretty naughty. <laughs> you you you've probably seen the story by now. Uh, there's no other two ways about this. This is a family show, so I'm not I'm not going to get into too much detail. But uh, there was a very, and I mean, 
ordinarily do not Google this. At least not at work. Okay. Do not Google this. I do not want to get anybody in trouble. Um, but there was a not suitable for work video or uh, a few of them. Um, where Mandy was uh, swimming uh, in a swimming pool and she was topless while answering fan questions and, and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, Mandy, why the heck did you do that? I mean, you could literally see stuff. And I mean, again, I'm not going to be all that descriptive. But, I mean, it, you could see stuff. I mean, you could see stuff. Now, uh, it was brought to Shawn Michaels' attention by Road Dog slash, uh, or a.k.a. Brian James. And he basically, you know, uh, you know, he was basically saying, yeah, uh, that's not a good thing. So, whoops. And what happened was that, um, there was this, this just really lack of, uh, I don't know. I, 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 to be fair to Mandy, to be fair to Mandy Rose, I don't think that she really thought that this was ever going to be released or leaked. My question is, how long has this been going on? Um, because she was champion for 400 days, over 400 days, and now she's just out of WWE. So, how long has this been going on? And it's not like Mandy Rose exactly, you know, apologized for it. And, you know, hey, I, I'm not saying that she should have. That's not my, that's not my gig. I'm not, I'm not the morality police. I'm not going to try to tell somebody what to do or, or how to do it or whatever. I, that's, that's not my gig. But I will say, okay, I will say that Mandy Rose uh, coming out and just really, I don't know, being in, in that compromise of a position, I, it didn't look good. So there was a title change, a quick title change. Um, this past week on NXT, we will get to that. We will get to that uh, as part of the main event, but uh, boy, and and you know, people say, well, you can make more money, and I'm like, yeah, you could. You basically need to hustle. You need to really get yourself, you know, out there on some of these uh, fan sites, fan only sites, um, or um, whatever, but, I mean, my gosh, Mandy, uh, Mandy could have kept on to that title for as long as she wanted to, as far as I'm concerned, she was going to hold on to that thing for as long as she possibly wanted, and, uh, I mean, people would have been tired of, of the whole thing, but, 
Mandy Rose, she really reinvented herself down in NXT. When she went down to NXT uh, over a year ago, I thought, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, is this like, you know, you've got one last chance, and then we're just going to have to let you go, or like, what is going on? And Mandy Rose was quite possibly the best thing out of NXT this year. Um, so, again, I really feel bad for her. I, I really do. Um, but, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so, uh, from there we go back to, well, now a return, and that is of William Regal. Yes, William Regal is coming back to WWE, and um, that was such a weird, you know, thing with AEW and, and the whole thing, um, how that all played out, but William Regal is going to be back, and here's the deal, and, you know, it you know, it is pretty much a, a confirmed, you know, thing that uh, William Regal's uh, agreement to be bought out uh, by Tony Khan uh, was that, yes, you can go back, no, you can't be on television until 2024. I thought it was going to be a, like a lifetime, you can't be on television type thing, but apparently... We only have to wait one year. <laughs> we only have to wait one year uh, before William Regal can finally come back out and scream war games. Oh my gosh. Cannot wait for that. Uh, there was a very cool uh, Inside the Ropes video. Go, go find this. Oh my gosh. So good. Uh, William Regal was, was talking about his time in AEW, talking about how that compared with WWE and some of his health challenges. Uh, he legit had a couple of uh, brain bleeds. I mean, that doesn't sound good. Um, so William Regal uh, is now, uh, well, top of the year is going to be back in WWE, probably going to be uh, in with uh, NXT uh, developmental or, or something. Uh, he has accepted a vice president role. Now, I, I don't know what the vice president role is going to be, uh, but he has accepted uh, that. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm really geeked to uh, hear William Regal back at some point, certainly see him um, at, at some point, and I mean, what a what a boon for WWE uh, to get back a guy with so much you know talent, so much class, so much experience. Oh my gosh! So uh, welcome back to William Regal. 
Right, that is the uh, introduction. I will be back with the main event where we talk about NXT deadline and then the aftermath of uh, that show. And then we will go from there. All right, folks, we are back with the main event. And in this week's main event, it is NXT deadline and the aftermath. So let's just get going, shall we? Uh, five big, huge matches on the, uh, the card. We started off the show with the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. And most of us thought, okay, how does this work? Um, but just in short, uh, two people start, and then every five minutes, the other uh, three competitors come in, and then uh, whoever gets the most uh, pinfalls or submissions um, wins after 25 minutes. Uh, if you are pinned or if you're made to uh, submit, you go to the penalty box for 90 seconds. It was really, actually, a really cool concept. So, we start off with uh, Roxy Perez and Zoe Stark. Uh, Roxy is just so agile, so quick in the ring. Uh, she's really amazing to watch. Holy smokes. Uh, Zoe, just, I mean, she's jacked. Oh my gosh, Zoe Stark is just jacked out of her mind. Um, lost in your falls for Roxy throughout, you know, really the, the whole of the match. Roxanne Perez, Roxy Perez has one of the best arm drags in the history of wrestling. I mean, she reminds me of Ricky Steamboat. I mean, just nice, deep arm drags. It, uh, it's so good to watch. Keanu James comes in third. Now, I don't know much about Keanu James, uh, but she seems like she's just a no-nonsense uh, wrestler. She's got a mean streak. Um, but she wasted time um, taunting Zoe Stark. Um, she could have gotten a fall. She didn't get a fall. Uh, Keanu James did not get a, a fall in... Uh, this match, so I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But uh, Zoe gets first of all via a just an absolute sick GTS. I mean, just, oh, it's so, it was just amazing. I can't describe it. It was just so really cool. Uh, Kiana, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're showing me something. She did have a lot of near falls. Yeah, Keanu did have a lot of near falls, but like I said, she, she couldn't secure a fall during the match. Uh, triple submissions. Uh, and then next up, you had uh, Cora Jade come in, and I mean, just that last 10 minutes. Um, 
was absolutely insane uh, with uh, Cora Jade and all the things going on between Cora and uh, you know Cora and uh, Roxy, and then you had Indy Hartwell. She did amazing in, in this match, and yeah, it, it was it was a really cool concept. I really think this has you know some legs to it. I, I really believe that. Um, Roxy pulls out the win. And then it was so cool. Because Booker T uh, trained Roxy Perez. And, I mean, just the joy, the unmitigating joy. Uh, just written all over his face. And he was happy, ugly, crying. And it was just oh, such a good moment. Such, such a good moment. Now, um, we uh, after that we go to uh, Alba Fire, aka Kaylee Ray uh, versus Isla Dawn. This is a grudge match from NXT UK, and I gotta tell you guys, I gotta really tell you guys that. This match really delivered. Um, Isla was uh, in control after a very short flourish by well, Kaylee Ray. Um, but um, it was very physical as always. There's really been no love for Kaylee Ray since she's moved up to NXT. When she was in NXT UK, she was... Well, she she was, you know, dubbing herself the forever champion. Uh, she really ruled that women's division. Uh, but now she's in NXT, and it's just kind of like it. I don't know. It feels like there's been a bit of a disconnect uh, somewhere. I I don't, I don't know why uh, that is. Uh, the ending happened, it was just, it was, uh, it was just something. Um, you had, uh, the referee, uh, basically last little bit of the match, um, uh, you know, spit up, uh, the, you know, the infamous black ooze, um, and, you know, collapse on onto the mat, um, and just it was kind of like, oh, okay, oh, okay, um, and uh, during the match, uh, Isla Dawn uh, ripped off a turnbuckle, and that led directly to uh, getting the win. She threw Alba Fire uh, into uh, the uh, you know, she drew an Alba Fire uh, into the uh, turnbuckle, the exposed turnbuckle, uh, as the second referee was checking up on the first referee. And I'm like, how did the referee not notice that there was a missing turnbuckle pad? I don't get that. I, I don't get that. Uh, but... <clears throat> 
Uh, we uh, move on to Pretty Deadly versus the uh, New Day. Uh, this is weird. Um, there was a twerk off. And I'm like, really? Uh, okay. That was just, it was just weird. Um, it was fast-paced offense from the day. They really didn't give Pretty Deadly much of a chance to really get set um, offensively. I still believe that Pretty Deadly is the future. So, why do they keep getting buried? Um, they were getting buried in the NXT UK. Now they're getting buried in the NXT. I mean, they're the future of uh, tag team wrestling. I don't understand why they're getting buried. Uh, I don't get that. Uh, there was, you know, a spot where they did the whole, you know, hot potato, you know, belt cheating, uh, Eddie Guerrero, you know, spot. That was really fun. That was that was really fun. Um, New Day. Um, You know, uh, New Day uh, wins. They are your brand new NXT Tag Team Champions. So, that was really cool. Next up, you had the Men's uh, Iron Survivor. Uh, Iron Survivor uh, Challenge. There we go. Uh, and you had JDM and uh, Axiom 1 and 2. Axiom wasted, uh, I think he really wasted time in the ring. Trying to, you know, uh, think about what he's going to do for offense or try to get the, the crowd behind him. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, JD McDonough getting the stuffings. Um, Knocked out of him. There was a hellacious clothesline from hell off of uh, Axiom's uh, uh, kip up by JD McDonough. And that was really cool uh, to watch. Uh, Carmelo Hayes uh, comes in third. Uh, he's got a star written all over him. Uh, he really does. Carmelo uh, got the first fall off of. A just really insane double urinagi. Oh my gosh, that was crazy to watch. Uh, WWE is trying to find the next Rey Mysterio in Axiom, and I wish they would stop. Um, hey, look, I'm not saying that they can't uh, try to build up, you know, uh, you know, the luchador. Uh, style and all that. I'm saying there's only one. There's only one Rey Mysterio, and they tried to bring up, you know, new one with Sin Cara, and that just fell flat after a while. You know, that just fell flat after a while. Um, and now, now with Axiom, it's just like. Anyway, 
Grayson Waller is next in with a double stunner slash pin. And that was impressive. He runs in, stuns uh, two people, gets two quick pinballs, you know, and takes the lead. And uh, spoiler alert, he never relinquished that lead after he first came in. It was impressive to watch. Uh, you had um, Axiom versus J.D. McDonough throughout really the entirety of the match. That match, that one-on-one match is going to be fire. That's going to be straight fire, man. It's going to be lit. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Axiom uh, hits a uh, destroyer that you need to see. Oh, my goodness gracious. He had a, he, he had a destroyer that was like, Okay, that was really cool. Um, finally, Joe Gacy comes out. Gacy is so agile for a guy his size. Um, Waller uh, tapped early, and in hindsight, that was pure genius because he had just enough time at the end to run in and um, get uh, get the win. And uh, there was a uh, four-way super kick party on uh, J.D. McDonough, which, I mean, picks are perfect drop, or uh, uh, super kicks, I should say. Picks are perfect super kicks uh, by the other competitors. Um, and you can just tell on J.D. McDonough's face, he's like, oh, crap. Okay. Um, Drew Gulak back in NXT is a good thing. I he shouldn't have left NXT. I I think that he had promise, he had potential on the main roster. But I think he just got lost in the shuffle after his absolute classic, absolute classic with Brian Danielson. Um. He just got lost in the shuffle again. So I think that Drew Gulak being back in NXT is a good thing. Um, could we see a possible uh, Blackpool Combat Club um, NXT version uh, with Drew Gulak and maybe the Creeds and if William Regal, not this next year, but 2024, I mean, if, if he wanted to, he could manage, you know, really one of the hottest facts. Now, you couldn't call it, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club, but you could say maybe the British Combat Club or something. I, I don't know. But that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Uh, finally, uh, we've got uh, Paula Cruz versus Rob Breaker. It was a bit uh, spot festy, but that's because that was the first time those two had met in the ring, um, so they really didn't have that chemistry, um, and it was a bit of a slow match. The, the one weird part that led to really not much of anything was they zoomed in on... Uh, 
Apollo Crews' uh, eyes. And, you know, it's like, oh, he, he's transforming. And, and not much really happened after that. Now, finally, to wrap up the main event, <clears throat> this past uh, Tuesday, <coughs> pardon me, uh, this past Tuesday on uh, NXT, the aforementioned Mandy Rose lost to Roxanne Perez. And uh, Roxy dominated really that, that entire match. Um, <clears throat> so now Roxy is the new NXT Women's Champion. All right, I will be back with Wrestling School. Don't go anywhere. All right, folks, we're back and uh, we are going to uh, do the. Uh, Wrestling School segment and the 2022 Bestie Award. So let's start off with the uh, Wrestling School segment. And that is, uh, this week's word is spot. And spot is basically what you would think. It's uh, taking, uh, you know, a match and you basically break it down and you go... uh, really, you know, uh, all, all over the place, but you say, okay, you're doing this, I'm doing this, we're going here, we're going there, and you essentially map everything out to the letter. So that, my friends, is your final uh, wrestling school of 2022. Now, on to the Bestie Awards, and we will start off with now first things first uh this is for the best of the best um i basically just share with you uh my thoughts of who i think is the best wrestler now in past years it was in the whole of wwe this year i'm going to break things up between the main roster of wwe and uh nxt so we start off with uh WWE, your men's wrestler of the year is Roman Reigns. Just is. Uh, The guy, look, love him, hate him, whatever. The guy just brought it this year. And he really got people to talk. Um, So, Roman Reigns is your men's wrestler of the year. Your women's wrestler of uh, the year is Bianca Belair. Um, She has faced practically everybody. She's beaten everybody. uh, And she backs up what she says. She is the EST of WWE. So absolutely no problem saying uh, those two for the men and women of the year. Uh, the <clears throat> the storyline of the year, bloodline, uh, bloodline just dominated this whole this whole year. You know, the conversation and uh, just their uh, dynamics. 
the you're only supposed to uh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off uh, moments uh, came with um, the well it was it was twofold it was releasing people uh, like William Regal uh, and, and the like uh, top of the year and then Vince McMahon uh, leaving. Uh, WWE uh, rather abruptly during the summer Um, and so that is your you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off moment now the straight up moment of the year the straight up moment of the year uh, was Cody Rhodes coming back to Wrestlemania and I was really thinking, is he going to be able to keep his 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 name, his likeness, uh, you know, the music, all that? And yeah, he he was um, just straight up. Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, came back, and you know, when I heard wrestling has more than one, uh, yeah, sorry, let me try that again. Wrestling has more than one royal family. I'm like. Okay, here we go. Oh, it was just, it was such an electric moment uh, at uh, WrestleMania. The uh, match of the year in uh, WWE is, of course, Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins, a.k.a. Colby. I want to sell. I've said that since saw the match. Just that was such such a really just rough match to watch, but it was really amazing to see what you know what happened with that. Um. Now, as far as the uh, to uh, wrap up the uh, tag team of the year in WWE, uh, the Usos. So, that is your bestie awards for the WWE side. Now, NXT, the uh, men's wrestler of the year goes to Braun Breaker. No, no, absolutely no uh, problem, you know, with, with that. Um, absolutely uh, had what the fans want these days uh, is the people who are responsible sorry. <laughs> for firing Mandy Rose to be strung up at a town square. That's what I sorry, I uh was uh just uh trying to turn off or turn down the the, the sound on uh on YouTube so I, I, I apologize. I apologize for that. Um so, um, back to what I was saying, Braun Breaker, he beat everybody, he faced everybody. I really think that he is uh, the absolute you know, best of uh, the best when it comes to uh, these sort of things. And finally, uh, we uh, get through the rest of the uh, awards. Women's uh, Wrestler of the Year 
in NXT is the aforementioned Mandy Rose. Um, I, I wish she wouldn't have done what she did uh, because she was the best heel, just flat out, you know. But she um, she is now gone from WWE. The Tag Team of the Year, Toxic Attraction. I just really think that they came into their own this year. The uh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off moment came uh, with um, the uh, you know with the firing of Mandy Rose. Um, I, I I just. I thought they just kind of bungled that whole thing. Um, anyways, uh, the uh, straight moment of the year, Roxy Perez beating Mandy Rose and Booker T uh, getting uh, visibly just emotional and, and, and understandably uh, emotional. Um, so that is your straight moment of the year. The... Storyline of the year, toxic attraction, uh, just everything about them screamed, you know, star this year in NXT. Right, so that is your uh, Bessie Awards for 2022. Uh, I will be back with some thank yous and then we will go from there. All right, folks, we are back with the final segment of 2022's thank yous. And first of all, I am so incredibly, just incredibly grateful for everybody that has listened to me this year. I am in 24 countries. That is absolutely astounding to me. I, I, I am so over the moon about that. Hopefully we can keep growing in 2023. Now, uh, very grateful again for everybody that listens to me on this year podcast. Grateful <clears throat> to the uh, men and women, uh, pardon me, <laughs> grateful to the uh, men and women who put their uh, bodies online uh, each and every single night in both the uh, NXT and WWE. Uh, Big, huge, huge thank you to uh, the folks over at Cultaholic uh, for uh, the uh, use of their news stories for uh, much of the year. Um, I will see what I can do to uh, try to uh, reestablish that, uh, you know, that in uh, twenty. 23, but I'm very grateful for all of their hard work. And finally, last but not least, uh, the uh, good folks over at Envato Elements for all of the music and sound effects you've been hearing. And to OneStopWrestling.com for allowing me to be a part of their group and to post on to their website. So, uh, those are the thank yous. Hey, happy holidays. Happy 
Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year in advance. I hope that uh, the end of the year and the new year will be good for you um, and will bring you much joy and and happiness. Uh, So that is the final show of 2022. I will be back the week of the Royal Rumble. Now, again, I'm still trying to uh, work this out. I may be on with the ladies of Queen's Takeover Wrestling. We'll see. Uh, since I've been off of Twitter, um, you know, I, I don't know how that's all going to work, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but they will be on uh, as well during that week of uh, the Royal Rumble. So, until I see you guys the uh, week of the Royal Rumble, this is Russell Wortham, and seriously, and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, just like the Beatles saying all those many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys in 2023.